What's really good? It's me, your boy. It's your boy, C. Versi. The C stands for Contro. Um, didn't know what intro to go with, and it's not like I could stop and go back again because I'm doing video and audio now. Ow. So, um, first step on this, or the first segment on this podcast, I wanted to talk about uh, French Montana and his whole thing that he's got going on with Young Thug. Um, I was originally going to start with something else, but, <clears throat> but uh, when I woke up and opened my phone and went through my Instagram feed, first thing I saw was, I was catching up on yesterday's drama with French Montana and uh, him saying that he has more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, French Montana says he has more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Um, currently, because we are on lockdown, quarantine, COVID-19, coronavirus, insert, etc., etc. <clears throat> Artists and producers have been doing these Instagram live versus battles where they uh, go song for song and let the general public decide. I just watched the one with Teddy Riley and Babyface, the second attempt at it. That went really well. I caught um, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. It was a good battle. Jonte Austin and Dio had a good songwriters battle. Um, the Dream and Sean Garrett had a pretty aggressive, pretty heated battle. I didn't even make it through. <clears throat> but anyway, that's the thing right now. And French Montana says that he has more hits, song for song, than Kendrick Lamar. And uh, I don't agree. I think I'm an equal Kendrick Lamar, French Montana fan. Like I was a French Montana fan before there was a Kendrick Lamar uh, K-Dot. I was a French Montana fan actually before I was like an artist in the game. That's how long he's been in the game. Mm. But... The majority of songs that Prince Montana would call hits are features that aren't even like his songs. Not even the majority, like let's say half. Half of the songs that he listed were features. Um, good chunk were mixtape songs. And I just, not even songs that I would consider hits. Definitely not bigger hits than what Kendrick Lamar has. Um... They might be pretty equal as far as what's an actual hit. Chris Montana agrees that Kendrick Lamar is a better, is a bigger artist and could probably beat him in uh, all areas outside of who has more hits. But he swears up and down that he has more hits. And it's led to some back and forth. Right now he's going at it with Young Thug. And it's gotten like pretty personal. Like it's gone from something lighthearted to something pretty serious. Uh, with them exchanging words and personal stories about each other. We're learning we're gonna learn some things about each artist that we didn't know for sure. Because one thing that's that's prevalent in this industry is inside stories and 
incidents getting sweeped under the rug that the general public could have easily found out about. If you're a doctor or a lawyer, little shit like you getting your ass whipped in front of your colleagues, doesn't necessarily matter. It's only embarrassing to like the people, you know, yourself and maybe some friends at that job. But getting your ass whipped in front of your colleagues in this industry could be, I don't know, more than embarrassing. <laughs> like, it'll be more than embarrassing if they, because uh, French, not French, Young Thug claims there is a video of Meek and his people getting into it and whooping French's ass. So if that actually does exist and that um, could be true, that sh could be something that's very interesting to see. As far as an actual versus, I hope that this inspires a versus battle between Young Thug and French Montana. That'd be a cool, peaceful way to sort this whole thing out. Mm. And for those of you watching this uh, on YouTube, this coffee cup is available on MavyShowroom.com. Get yours. Link in the description, bio, etc. Oh, make sure you like and subscribe. But yeah. I hope that this inspires a versus battle. They can leave it all on the field, uh, per se, um, and just let everybody else decide. Like, it's kind of gotten a little out of hand real fast, real fast. And Atlanta's already got a lot of attention on it in a sense of rap beef from the Young Chop shit and him, Young Chop versus all of Atlanta rappers, basically. Um... Everything has been pretty peaceful, industry-wise, artist-wise. Um, so it was a bad time for, I believe, artists to be going at it. With everybody at home on core team, it's the perfect time for artists to be working together and working to increase uh, their visibility and their streams and collaborations, so on and so forth. So it's a better time to um, kiss and make up and be a people person than it is to be out here beefing. And be on your old school 50 cent tip. But what do I know? <clears throat> I'm just talking to myself. Um, let's take a break and we will get into the next segment on this Talking to Myself podcast by your boy C. Versi. All right, we're back. So, why am I smiling? I'm smiling because of a realization that with, sorry, don't know what to do with my hands because <laughs> I don't have a blunt in it. Um, I'm smiling because with the realization that with this whole industry, not industry, with the world basically on lockdown, uh, the entire music and entertainment industry is on lockdown, is at a halt. And with these rappers not being able to do shows, which is where a lot of artists get their money from, big artists, small artists, whatever, get their money from, it's going to leave a lot of artists broke. And without labels being able to do a lot of what they do, they can't um, fluff the numbers, they can't milk the system and keep certain artists in certain positions. Um, the game is about to definitely even out some and become a lot more of a level playing field for all artists. It's about to get back to to the music. So if you're an artist who is, you haven't made it to the point that you're trying to make it to, now's the time to like put your grind into overtime 
Because let's be honest, as an artist on the rise, them shows wasn't doing nothing for you anyway. A lot of times you're paying for these shows and you're hoping you figure out some way to get your money back, either from pre-sale tickets, you're following your fans coming to the door, some kind of uh, merch item or something that you sold, whatever it is. The shows aren't doing that much for you. So shows not happening right now just means that everybody's working on visuals. <clears throat> so now it's about to be about who is the most creative and who's got the most creative team. Can you do it yourself? Are you going to have to hire out? Were you paying attention in school? When they were teaching coding and graphic design and etc. <clears throat> do you know how to um, go to uh, Fiverr or... Um, wherever to get you some graphic graphic designs done have a geo filter uh for snapchat design for your house so when you're in the house doing your videos or whatnot you have your own filter that's popping you get me what are you doing for yourself because now is the time to put all that shit in the overdrive put that music out you're sitting on some music put that shit out music videos um you ain't got to worry about radio because ain't nobody in their cars right now um, worry about all that. Worry about Spotify promo and some music videos and some YouTube ads, some Instagram ads, some Snapchat filters. The game is online now. It already was, but now it's really online. And can't nobody tell you shit about, oh, it's not about who's popping in the most in whatever city. It's about, damn, I'm blowing out. It's about who's who's really got the best music, honestly. And if you've got a little bit of bread to put behind some ads, some Instagram ads, some Facebook ads, to put your faith in front of the people that don't know you, this game will change for you overnight. Overnight. Put some bread up for an ad on the Shea Room or Bother Alert or Hollywood Unlocked and see if your followers don't go up and see if them, uh, your phone don't start ringing with four blog posts and interviews and all of that type of good shit. Now's the time. Music. Especially for all you artists that are recording your house anyway. You're recording in your house anyway. Put that fucking music out. These engineers are still working. They want you to email the song. They will mix and master your shit for $20 right now. Because those studios is fucking close. All you got to pay is that engineer's rate. Engineers, honestly, really only like when you cut down the studio fees, like $15 an hour. Get your songs professionally mixed through email and put out some ads to get you a good ass video. You can't leave the house. Find you an animator. Get fucking creative, man. Because I'm about to kill y'all with some creativity. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a creative motherfucker. I walk around with a thriller jacket on for no reason. So I'm about to kill you with these visuals. I'm probably sitting on a hundred songs just because. Because being an artist takes a certain a level of financing. And I have seven kids. So being a father of seven kids, I'm constantly trying to catch up on bills. It's a constant decision between spending money on something career related or some kid shit i'm already spreading myself then i working behind the scenes doing marketing i know how much it takes to push an artist and i'd rather just work on the marketing but if 
this we are in the same playing field we're all in the same playing field you soundcloud rappers are in the same playing field as the rappers that are mainstream with the exception of a drake kendrick lamar and you know you're not on that level yet but we're basically all in the same playing field as long as you got distribution we're all in the same place. I have the same deal as Fat Joe and the game. We have the same distribution. I just don't put on no music. <clears throat> but now, I'm putting out all the music. Are you stupid? I'm putting out all the music. I'm finna stop this right now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out some music. Let me stop talking to myself. Put some fucking music out. We'll be right back. Take a quick break. Now, Mrs. Wong, let me ask you a question. Okay, we're back on the Talking to Myself podcast. I am still here talking to myself. I am C.Versity. The C stands for Contro. That is my name. <clears throat> right now, I want to talk about um, some quarantine stuff. Um, is if you're a parent and you are quarantined, locked down with your kids, and you're having to um, homeschool them, that is like man that is not something that we signed up for right at all like we signed up for uh nights and weekends basically for these kids once they became school age we didn't sign up for all this teaching i decided to be a teacher like man they got us using stuff we've uh haven't used since we were our kids age like come on social studies math this math is ridiculous. All that math that they told us that we were supposed to use or we were gonna need later on in life, it totally never comes up. Never once have I had to use and break down an improper fraction in my entire life as an adult. It's just not going to happen. Now, there are some professions where it's going to be necessary and you're going to be happy that you had all of those years of what the rest of us would consider unnecessary math because this shit was completely unnecessary unnecessary and now i have to go back and teach it to my kid with the same confidence as someone who went to school for that specific thing or been in training for that specific thing to teach our kids so it's not about dealing with your kids we all should should know how to deal with our kids i know how to deal with my kids so i'm not gonna say we all know how to because there's a lot of not a lot there's some parents out there that don't know how to do it that's not what this is about this is about all of a sudden being a teacher of multiple subjects overnight uh sticking to a curriculum so like having a schedule um it's not even at the like a parent's pace you are at a teacher's pace uh you got you scramming scramming you are cramming like this whole math lesson into whatever the 30 minute uh or hour breakdown is and if you've got more than one kid at your school and you are doing multiple levels of math multiple levels of art or not levels multiple different art projects when it's art time different music projects when it's music time your time management and dealing with the different level of ages is fucking crazy um multiple personality syndrome to the fucking fullest i'm a uh, i'm a kindergarten teacher i'm a elementary teacher 
and now I'm a high school teacher as well. This shit is fucking bananas. The, um, if I was only the teacher of one kid in one grade level, totally would manage it. I'd be teacher of the year. You see how big my fucking coffee cup is? Say the regular size. This is the regular size. I got this big ass cup to deal with all of this homeschooling that I'm about to jump into after I take a shower and air out my garage and go back into the home slash uh, schoolhouse uh, and become Principal Connor and get all of these kids because I teach K through 12 now all of a sudden overnight and get all of these kids uh, with the program because breakfast starts at 9 o'clock on the dot. Let me go deal with this. I'm out. I'm talking to myself. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell your friends to tell a friend. Uh, check on your friends who have kids, plural kids. You uh, Parents with one kid, you better be acing this shit. But you parents with multiple kids, oh, man, I pray for you. for And uh, whoever you pray to, I pray for you. Uh, shoot me a like. Shoot me a comment, a DM. And let's get a, a parent-teacher prayer circle going. And it's got to be early as shit because, you know, school starts early as shit for us home parents now. Or home parents. Us home teacher parents. Whatever. I'm out. Talking to myself. Like and subscribe. Or am I just talking to myself?